0: This Seattle Seahawks betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away fourteen million dollars this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with eight thousand dollars prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/Patreon. This is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner, picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Oh, <laughs> Shout wow. out
1: to the greats. Sports town of Seattle. Uh, I'm rocking my uh, Sea Dragons edition of the XFL Gambling Podcast. Right,
0: I'm rocking my uh, baby whale oh. uh, shirt, which I know is normally a, a New England thing. It's a baby oh! fucking whale, man. What uh, you know? Seattle and that Pacific Northwest—great area to do some whale watching—and reminded me of a little nugget I saw. Hmm. Jim Ursay, who uh, some believe is a horrible owner, is actually—he's he, putting twenty million dollars of his own money up to fly this like a whale that's in captivity fly the whale up to the pacific northwest and and let the whale uh, get released back to its home in the wild maybe a good guy right that's literally
1: know. like a movie we would have watched <laughs> as a kid like that's not possible <laughs> they're flying the- I thought you were about to fire off a Lizzo joke. I'll be oh, honest. Right. Oh, right! Yeah, How
0: a... dare you? That is completely uncalled for. The chat is lit again. Uh, Two a days we oh. are doing. Uh, we're we're just losing my mind, Ryan. so much NFL football content. We got uh, the Hall of Fame game kicking off tonight. Five what was it five thirty Pacific?
1: Uh, we so already
0: yeah. we d- we did a special bonus episode where we talk Hall of Fame game picks and Week One DFS.
1: we'll be live after the game tonight. Live right after the. The game, so get
0: used to that schedule live after Thursday nights.
1: Live after football, <laughs> right. football, sports gambling podcast. Nah, I mean, come football, on, what better? Combo? What
0: better? Combo? It's like coffee,
1: shit. Uh, two two pairs made <laughs> it heaven.
0: Great combo, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Trevor in the YouTube chat saying, Great way to spend an hour at work talking Seahawks. LOL Joe Flo 206 saying, Go mm. Hawks! Oh, nice. Ka-ka! Ka-ka! uh Dryden saying C Seattle uh make it bacon checking in all the way oh. from down under aka New Zealand yo can, can
1: we yeah gentlemen a, read his comment
0: Morning, it's a it's a bit cold in the butcher shop today Brrr. let's pump it up for some football <laughs> do the jets play and win today i uh again we are yes, on the under thir- uh I think we originally gave it out at 34 and a half, still like the under in the hall of fame game, 33 and a half
1: DTR versus Tim Boyle. And Zach if goes. I
0: had to go aside, side, I'm going Cleveland Browns home dogs. Uh, you, you get a little, I mean, if you're, if you're betting a coin toss, why not take the plus plus one oh five coin toss?
1: Yeah. I saw our, 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 our friends over at Patriot sports radio love. Love themselves a little Tim Boyle action tonight. Ooh, so. all right. Well, t- tune in and uh,
0: yeah, I'll tweet out a DFS lineup. Still, uh, still tinkering a little it, bit, but DTR as the captain
1: for sure. You mentioned, yeah, I think so. You mentioned uh, New Zealand and making bacon and mm. sh- shout out to me. I was doing my. Uh, normal- you know what? And
0: I just did the math. Uh, he's literally making bacon because he works at a butcher shop. I'd never put the two and two together, Ryan. Oh, that's um, where the uh, name came. Yeah, from. yeah well because sometimes
1: with dollar signs on it, the book yeah.
0: Ends. In in America, you know, it's like time to time to you know get the bacon. It's like kind of an expression for getting that money. But in this case, he's getting that money by literally making bacon.
1: Love it. Steal the bacon. Popular <laughs> yes. children's oh, game yeah, in yeah. this country uh generally played with a ball so i i don't know where the bacon came really? from
0: really i feel like we did it with like a burlap sack
1: steal the bacon
0: yeah it was just a I, from what i recall it was a gym class thing where they just put a burlap sack in the middle of a field and just put a bunch of kids around it and it was just like whoever ended up with the sack at the end of oh the yeah game. no i
1: i guess i it's have it's kind of like a free for all i generally I have more memories of it in the context of like sport practice like mm. Two men enter, one man leave, kind of stuff. Where it's like kind of an Oklahoma e drill. We would, yeah, we would do like a basically there'd be a rugby drill where we you'd have uh, two lines of people with numbers. They'd call a number one Run. man leaves with the ball. The other man. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. So we're talking, but we're talking real football.
0: We are talking
1: real the football pointy kind
0: for the national football league. Hey, uh, for real quick though, shout out to everyone who signed up for the Patreon. Appreciate your support. You are doing your part in the war against corporate gambling. No Benedict dance here. You know what side of the war you're on, Sean? We
1: really need to figure out a, anyone who has good military experience understands ranking systems. Yeah. We need to have a ranking system that is around contributions Mm. just like the real military and experience. So if you if you know anything about that, reach out to us because yes,
0: and we need some we colonels, need some, we need generals. some badass uh, military music. I mean, the Benedict Dan told stuff is great because we are starting our content revolution. Can,
1: can I make a suggestion? Sure. And maybe uh, I can send this. to I, I, It's probably not going to happen right now, but there's this amazing video of a North Korean march. Set to like the music from Red Alert. Maybe that's what we use—that rock music.
0: Yeah, it Uh, it uh, feels very
1: modern warfare. D. Bettis in the chat.
0: Hell yeah, I'm a U.S. (laughs) Marine. Semper Fi, uh, D. Bettis. Yeah, if you if you have some good music, honestly, any I feel like we have a lot of um, military listeners. If you have any music that you guys use to pump yourself up or or stuff that you know maybe you're going through Hell Week, whatever it is, uh, you get jacked up. Oh, this is it! Holy (laughs) shit! Well done,
1: Josh. All right. Josh is pulling up. Is this this too? Give me, give me some volume. Oh, I know what's going on. Hold on a second. Sorry. It's going to sound better in a second. There we go. No, Uh, not as cool as I remembered. I'll be honest, (laughs) but this is just funny that this happened. Like we, we need our own version of a, DJ, up March. some,
0: some marching theme song. We're open. We're open to suggestions. Uh, hit us up. Again, sign up for the Patreon, sportsgatepodcast.com slash Patreon. Uh, we got a uh, we got a weekly contest every week, and then a bonus season long contests for the Patreons, including our NFL win totals contest, thousand dollars up for grabs, sportsgatement slash Patreon.
1: Imagine if Pete Carroll tunes in to our Seahawks preview. Only to see a North Korean march, he's gonna have so (laughs)
0: many questions. We're
1: on to you, Pete. Uh, Pete, dare we tell that story? Do we start with that story for the younger folks who 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 never heard about it? So if you're not aware, Pete Carroll likes to ask questions. Yeah, questions to or he wants answers to questions that haven't been answered. (laughs) And it went as far that after they won the Super Bowl, he I believe it was uh, a high-ranking member of the military. yeah, it was like a four-star in The Pentagon wanted to have a, a meal with him, basically, because he's a he's a big wig and the, they won the Super Bowl. He's a fan of the Seahawks. So yeah, why not like, hang out with the coach?
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, can I get a tour of the facility? And Pete Carroll volunteered. I'll I'll <laughs> give you the tour personally. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> and then give me the long tour. I, I guess at some point in the tour, he started asking a lot of questions <sighs> about what happened with Building Seven, how aware was the Pentagon, what were we doing? Like just kind Specific of. This
1: man yeah, was stationed in the Pentagon when, when this occurred, happened. and <laughs> apparently he took some offense to P. Carroll, alluding to the fact that it may have, might been. have been in, an inside job, and he ended up storming off. I don't know if you if we ever discussed the follow through on that, but at some point, uh, and again, this is maybe why Russ and P. Carroll got along so much. But they did watch Loose Change as a team, at really, some, at some point. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, oh, you gotta love it. Yeah got to ask questions sometimes. All right. So you didn't like, we, I mean, the Seahawks were, were an amazing story last year. It they was, this, it story. was the year that Gino told everyone that he had not written back. Well, there were the haters,
0: the win total was set at five and a half. Uh, they ended up going nine and nine, of course, own one in the playoffs, nine and eight regular season, seven, 11, ATS. hit the over Kramer. You were on the under, you had five and 12 just under their win total. I had them going seven and 10 nice job,
1: Sean. Well, I, I, we were both pretty sour Well,
0: I thought, I, here's what I thought. I thought they had a decent floor because of Pete Carroll um, and, and because of like the, honestly, yeah. mostly because of Pete Carroll.
1: The problem I- is I love Russ. That that was the problem last year. Uh, I watched the tape. Pete Carroll historically
0: has been a good bet on the win total. Now, obviously, a lot of it was those just year after year Russell Wilson double digit win teams. But uh, Pete Carroll eight four and one on the over of his teams' win totals uh, historically. So again, he's they've. He's done the best, or he's done well with what they they've been given. Tenth so, overall DVOA rank. I was surprised that high. Fourteenth on offense, twenty first on defense. They're an interesting defense. Where that, they,
1: That was about the, their special teams was very good. I believe.
0: Special teams, and they. Um, I got to look up their.
1: Uh, got to be careful with D overall DVOA. Sometimes you can have like an outlier special teams performance, and and kind of crack your numbers up a bit. But yeah. I, look, th- I at what point. Is a coach overperforming the number year after year, then applied to the idea of regression? Now, we've been mm. talking about these teams that are due to st- take a step back: uh, the Minnesota Vikings, the New York Giants. Right? It, 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 with with Pete Carroll, it seems like that statement was a thesis around Pete Carroll extracts maximum value from his teams every year, and maybe allows for them to be a little regression proof because he's such a fucking good coach. He, the whole league thought he, I mean the Russell Wilson thing, no one was on his side drafting Kenneth Walker. No <laughs> one was on his side. He was, he was clowned because he's an old guy. Yeah. And yet his team Geno Smith. not I mean, I get, I get it. He, he may maybe started fast start and ended slow, but no one expected it. I don't think too many people were making bold predictions about the Seahawks last year. They had gotten all these draft picks. It was a clear rebuild, Sean. Anytime I hear people say that clear rebuild. not the case. He's an old guy and Gino was um, pretty interesting because
0: he, he really, you look at his game log. He kinda wasn't that good in the second half of the season. Uh he had three games in a row with the lost fumble, eight fumbles on the season. He only ended up losing four. He, you look at Geno Smith and and people are like, yep, he figured it out. It was just Pete Carroll. They're good. Geno Smith, second in the NFL with 32 turnover worthy plays. So great, great. That nugget. if you're talking about regression, I think I'm trying to split the difference because I do think the Geno Smith we saw in the second half of the season, the one that was struggling, um, you know, the one that lost to the Carolina Panthers, the one that was turning the ball over, um, the one that was struggling with some of his progressions. I think that's kind of closer to the Geno that we saw. I mean, he came out
1: fired up, six and three. You, you don't have, and there's no history of guys this late in their career like turning a light switch on.
0: Well, they or they, you know, I feel like there's been moments where guys like. Oh, Geno Smith have a nice little bit of a run. Hey, where'd that come? It's usually someone, uh, a veteran fills in for an injured quarterback. Oh, he's still kind of got it. Nice little run. But um yeah, I just I don't think the first half of the Geno experience that we saw last year is going to be sustainable through a whole seventeen I, season. Now, if you look at the schedule, I think there are some moments in the schedule that really are favorable to Seattle. I I think their defense they did some um, nice stuff to, to continue to improve. They have a young cornerback group.
1: We said um, Witherspoon was the guy that was going to show up and, and play like be good right away. Yeah,
0: and they and even the, uh, the other guys they have uh, Tariq Woolen. Um, he had a good, great rookie year, and Kobe Bryant, who spells it C O B Y uh, Bryant. I thought they both had uh, obviously Tariq Woolen was right up there with the interception leaders in the yeah. NFL. It he was, was kind of yeah. in the mix for uh, defensive rookie of the year as well, if
1: not for Sauce being. We always talk about you have to you have to do something spectacular as a DB, yeah, and we just happen to have two last year.
0: No and and yeah, Tariq Woolen may have won Defensive Rookie of the Year in in a bunch of other in a normal year. I think he does. But Seattle, their biggest issue struggling against the run. Again, if you listen to the Week One uh, DFS show that we put with the Hall of Fame game picks, I do like Cam Akers to have a nice game against this defense. Um, Coming back to Geno Smith, four straight games to end the season uh, with a
1: negative EPA. So again, I, I think. I have the answer to the Geno question. Okay, what's the I which you're you nailed it, right? Like obviously you can create a, a theory that once Teams got enough tape on them, uh things went pretty south. Because as you mentioned, his four worst games came I believe his four worst games came at the end of the year. Uh in quite the opposite. Like he started the year with 10 of 13 games being positive EPA. So yeah. is that because people started seeing him? Is it because of the quality of defense? because I, I I think that if you know what you have and you have a mediocre quarterback, why not take shots? It's like shooting three pointers. I mean, Pete Carroll, like, look, they got rid of Russ and they got more aggressive. They went to the fifth heaviest pass rate. That's interesting. Yeah. Why is that again? Back to that question about Russ. Why is that? Because maybe they, they were like, fuck it. Like we have received our best, our best assets are our receivers, and they improved that this offseason. Yeah, uh, first round pick on uh, Jordan Addison. Well, let's look at the roster turnover. Yeah, A.K.A. It looks nuts because they lost so many players. But you go down the list: Rashad Penny, Travis Homer, Marquise Goodwin, Gabe Jackson, Austin Blythe. Uh, Shout out to Walter Football again for the depth and uh, and details here. Shelby Harris, other defensive lineman, Quentin Jefferson. I mean. Al Woods, like a lot of guys that don't mean anything to me, Justin Coleman in the secondary, Ryan Neal, Jonathan neighbor. I, I wonder if last year they didn't think they were going to be very good. They made a bunch of these like short signings planned to let some guys just walk because they weren't going to pay them, And then again, reloaded through the draft because they still have picks coming in from the Broncos. Yeah. And they made some key signings in areas that they like, obviously defensive line front seven was a focus. Guess who they got back. This is the part of part of the team where it was like Bobby uh, Wagner? Uh-oh. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. That that was the part when I when I really started diving in, and I, I understand the reasons to believe that geno may suck this year. But full disclosure, I bought this team as a way to fade the 49ers early in the process. Yeah. I think the division price was close to three to one at that point. And then like the Bobby Wagner thing to me is just icing on the cake. We we heard the way that guy talked. When he when he joined a new team, about like just just passion coming through. So you have a young defense, and you have Bobby Wagner and, and, and in the middle and of it.
0: I, and I think they had a good draft too. I mean, oh, you already oh, mentioned great Witherspoon, uh, Smith and Jigba. Great pickup there. Who has
1: a better wide receiver three wide receiver set than the Seahawks in the league?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think. Well, we'll see what we get out of JSN, right?
1: Yeah, but I I think it's it's fair to think that JSN to me JSN is right. There with Zay Flowers in terms of like productive right away, yeah.
0: And then, and then Charbonnet, I like that pick as well. Brian kind of transitioning Kenneth
1: Walker and Charbonnet both dealing with stuff, though. Walker with a groin, Charbonnet with a mysterious shoulder, yes.
0: So they were very good in injury luck last season, eighth best in games lost. Um, and now maybe they're already seeing some of the, that regression, Ryan, to your point, Walker dealing with the groin Charbonnet with the shoulder. To me, the shoulder thing sounded a little more sounded worse in that. They don't know what it is. They're just keeping an eye on it. They're worried about aggravating it. Mysterious shoulder injuries popping up. I think is, is troubling for a guy who's supposed to carry the rock and get hit a bunch.
1: Yeah, it's August though. Uh, the groin injury, like let him rest. We Gro- saw groin.
0: I'm less. I'm less worried. I- I'll about. say this:
1: Kenneth Walker has now slipped to a guy that you can draft in the sixth, seventh round of these fantasy drafts. Mm. With Charbonnet's mysterious injury and him out with a groin. I'm buying that dip.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm buying Kenneth
1: Walker. And you know what? They're gonna have a random other running back too.
0: Well, and that and that's what uh as I was doing my Seattle research, Ryan. Should we be drafting Kenny McIntosh in best ball? He by all accounts, he's a seventh round pick. He's making the most Is of he Irish?
1: It.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think so. <laughs> There's not a lot of Irish running backs in the National Football League. I'll be
1: honest. He's from Fort Lauderdale. I think the guy that you might want we we should be drafting because the key his name keeps coming out of Pete Carroll's mouth. It's DJ Dallas. Okay. DJ Dallas uh being worked into the pass game. He's interesting. I mean, potentially could be the third down back anyway.
0: McIntosh was just like every training camp article um I read while mm. prepping for the article seemed to crowbar in a Kenny McIntosh
1: yeah. reference. But I get it. The the, the rookies are new, they're exciting. Yeah. Seventh round pick, he's not a lock to make the team. That would that's, that's how- also true.
0: But I think I think I think probably with the injuries, maybe they, maybe he ends up making the Oh, team sure, sure, knows. sure. But
1: yeah, I'm just saying, like, if I was, if I was taking a shot on someone in that backfield that isn't the two big, big dogs, it's, it's DJ Dallas. Yeah.
0: Um, offensive line, ETR has them ranked ninth. Got some pretty good tackles. Charles Cross, uh, Abraham
1: oh, Lucas. Second year, too. That you, yeah, you, you'd expect them to get better.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, they, they drafted this Damian Lewis kid. Uh, They expect to be a good uh, or no, sorry. He's not a rookie, but um, yeah, no, their offensive line looks pretty solid. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to be able to move the ball to to me. I, there's a lot of stuff to like with the Seattle team. Um, But again, I do think Gino's going to regress. Does he, to me, it's like, Does he regress so far that he drags the team down into the depths of like a six-win season, a five-win season? Do we at some point see them put in Drew Locke?
1: Mm -hmm. Is there is there a chance that Drew Locke is not dead?
0: Well, I mean, again, I mean, Pete Carroll, we 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 weren't writing. uh, You know, everyone wrote off Geno Smith, as we know, he pointed it out. Everyone's also written off Drew Locke, so. If you tell me, Uh-oh. and, and uh, producer Josh bringing, of course, uh, Drew Locke, him uh, rapping Jeezy on the sidelines as a Bronco. <laughs> it's such a funny video seeing him rap on the sideline. They're able to know what song it is and completely sync it. If there is a, a, a system that apparently guys who we thought were washed up can come in and look competent, so much drip, uh, Drew Locke might be that guy. I mean, yeah, it wasn't you know when we did the preview last year it was like oh, it might be Drew Lock it might be uh Gino Smith like the I think I remember breaking down the betting odds and it was pretty close like minus 110 either way we, for those guys we,
1: I think we gave out Gino Smith at some point with basically a minus 110 price. Yeah because people seem to think that Drew Lock But but put it this way like I wouldn't be shocked if Drew Lock
0: comes in at some point and I wouldn't be shocked if he gives them competent quarterback play considering the weapons they have around him uh the you know, the, the running game, which again, if, if Walker and Charbonnet are healthy, you gotta be super high on them. Obviously Tyler Lockett getting a little older, but still gives you a bunch of uh, oh, productive I reps. I think he's, he's fun in best Cause he's sliding a bit. DK Metcalf producer, Josh uh, pointed out that uh, DK Metcalf never missed a game yeah. in his uh, NFL career. Oh, I mean, you remember that play of him uh, running down? Who was it? The um, the Arizona Buda Baker. Buda Baker on that uh, almost pick six. That was a great. I mean, that just shows you the kind of dog you got going for him. One uh, one last nugget here uh, before we dive in, Ryan. For me, this scheduled nugget had me kind of leaning towards the over. We'll see when we go through it. But on four separate occasion. Uh, occasions. Opponents will be playing in Seattle on a second leg of a back to back road game. Now obviously Seattle super tough place to play. So these trends seem to make sense since 2000 teams playing in Seattle on the second leg of a back to back road game are just 19 and 28 ATS with a minus 4.7 ATS margin and 10 and 38 straight up. So that is is a real gift from the scheduling gods. Is that good? Well that's you know, unlike the unlike oh, like the Giants that. who oh, question Roger Goodell and our and are dealt at three road Spitting games. That bitch's nothing face. nothing uh nothing happens bad to the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Insulting the way that they treat the schedule like this is the WWE, Sean. This is the National Football League. It's
0: a National Football League. uh, Over under set at eight and a half. Make playoffs is minus 120. Miss playoffs plus 100. Division plus 195. Conference 13 to 1. And the Super Bowl 35 to 1. Don't touch Tell you who's uh, hey, Super Bowl's actually going to be in Las Vegas this year. You know what else is in Las Vegas? Circus Sports and their amazing contest where they're giving away 14 million dollars, guaranteed. Eight million in the Circus Survivors, six million in the circuit Millions. If you're listening to this show and the NFL music coursing through your veins and the thought of winning millions of dollars picking NFL games against the spread, if that doesn't get you excited nothing in this world will circus sports a great place to sit back, enjoy a game, hang out in the stadium, swim. And of course, great excuse to go out there, sign up for the contest, sign up in Vegas, play from anywhere for the entire season long contest. Again, millions of dollars up for grabs. We will be out there August 24th to the 26th for the ultimate sign up weekend fun time, shake our hands, crack some cold ones. Like Ryan said, we will help you. With your week one Circuit Millions or Circus Survivor play, perfect. uh, You and the buds get together, go in on a group entry. So many ways to play, so many ways to win. sports.com for all the details. Circuitsports.com.
1: Oh, I can't wait to make that first week Survivor. It's going to be such a sweat considering we lost last year. (laughs) Any uh, any early
0: thoughts, Ryan, on the Survivor pick week one? Uh, I know we're going to do an entire episode mapping out the survivor. Are we? Yeah. That was a fun episode. All right. Unless put, the fans, I'll put that on the schedule, unless the fans don't want uh, amazing NFL content.
1: I, I mean, do we get cute? What, oh, do you want a cute? cute pick or do you want to? Sure. What's a cute pick? Uh, A cute pick is the Steelers.
0: I was going to say that too. No, oh, Here we go.
1: Let's we, we can work Titans
0: ra- Titans, week one on the road at new Orleans mm. Broncos at home against the Raiders. I love that. Love mm. that. Or maybe we say Broncos week two for their matchup against the commanders. That's a great spot. Colts. Colts. I mean, sorry. Jags. Oh, uh, Jack's the Colts. All right. I'm scared no, of the Jags. I, I don't want. It. I don't want any. Colts are horrible starting week one, but that could be a Frank Reich thing. I haven't decided.
1: That. The the news stories are already coming out about how uh, Anthony Richardson is uh, showing that he needs some refinement in the <laughs> some of the, the the elements of playing quarterback. Well, like we
0: didn't talk about it in DFS, but mm. Jags defense could be interesting uh, mm. <laughs> against the Colts.
1: Oh, Travis Etienne, Jags defense is in some mm. of my lineups already. I very very it. good call out there, Sean. Schedule. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. And again, this, I, I have, we spoken about a team that has a buy in week five yet. I don't know that we have very no, early bye bad. week I don't know if it's good or bad, but to start the season, I think it's bad divisional game against the Rams, uh, big spread at lions, Panthers at home at giants on Monday night, football cross country trip near the scene of the crime. Pete Carroll could be taking some excursions to go check out. Um I did
0: miss your uh, Panthers. <whistles> I'll, br- I'll make sure oh, I want to get that. Well, pay, pay the fuck attention. Sean. <laughs> I, well, again, I think Rams are alive dog week one, exu- assuming uh, Cooper cup is healthy. I think that's actually a tricky spot for them. I think at lions, they actually match up Okay with the Lions. The Cooper, by the way, the Cooper Cup injury
1: apparently is is not a big deal.
0: No, I SGPN Football Doc no. is, has been convinced it's not
1: major, but something to keep an eye on. I so I think I mean I think they're gonna get the home games right. Uh, well, like I said, I think I don't Rams. They cover. I think Rams are a live dog in that I, game. I don't disagree, but I think they take care of business here. Uh, McVay has Shanahan on deck. You know he's always got an eye for Shanny. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll say they win. They, I mean, they could, the lions, they, they could. could, they could beat the lions, Panthers and giants and and they have a shot so against are, the Rams. Are you prepared to go three and one here?
0: Yeah. I, I'm go, i actually going to go. Well, all
1: right. So which game Seattle has the mini or uh, sorry, Detroit has the mini buy, but coming off the Kansas city game
0: now. Yeah, that's true. I, I also just like, who are these? Of those teams who are really good at turning over quarterbacks, I don't know if I see any in well, particular. Yeah, I, I think the Rams are kind of interesting because it's a division game. Um, but well, I it, I think three and one kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, and and back to you know kind of like you said, looking at the defenses they're going to go against, it's not exactly the toughest start. So I I do think they're going to have an opportunity here to go three and one. Three and one. I'm going three and one too which optimism into the bye week. Again, fast starts for Gino. Yeah. Then we come out come out, maybe he's writing some letters during the bye week <laughs> at Cincinnati. This is maybe when the Bengals start to turn it up. Then they have Cardinals at home, Browns at home, at Ravens. Something that we something that hasn't been happening a lot with these teams towards the bottom is how many games they're favored in. Yeah. We're we're through eight games. They've been favored in four, so it's kind of interesting. And these are some teams matchup wise.
0: Like the Ravens in Baltimore, that's a super tough spot for them. I think at Cincinnati as well. I think is tough for them. Road games in
1: general are pretty tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, two waves, two non conference road games against good teams. I mean, obviously, I think they beat the Cardinals, but even the Browns. Nick Chubb versus that Seattle defense, which I still think could have some issues stopping the run.
1: Um, So you you uh, and that's the Cleveland game is one of those back to back road spots we discussed earlier. All
0: right, so then I two and two. I will have them going two and two, but I think matchup wise, that's a uh, that's a that's a tough matchup for them.
1: Then we got the Commanders coming to town, which maybe maybe they're the Redskins at this point. Then at Rams. (laughs) 49ers on Thanksgiving. Ooh. Which I don't think anyone asked for this, but cool, I'll watch it. And then at Cowboys on Thursday night football. So full week there for that Thursday night game. This is this is really
0: tricky. Because I the 49ers, their physicality on defense really gave Gino some problems. And this is also a a And then Cowboys on the road, Thursday night games, I'm always going to lean home team. However, you do get the full week and it is the Cowboys but again you're coming off the 49ers game so that could be a letdown spot for them and it's kind of weird too but because they d- not the to Niner get too swept, far ahead yeah. but there's a it's like Niners at Cowboys Niners at home um so wait i, I think yeah, we, i think we're missing one of these
1: no no i went Commanders at Rams Niners and then at Cowboys
0: no i know but i'm just saying we the schedule grid has has Niners both games as home
1: Oh, I see what you're one saying. One of those
0: is obviously. Oh, the road. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. It, the uh, Thanksgiving game's on the road. So Se- Seattle's at home for Thanksgiving, road for the next one. So, okay. Uh, So, yeah, at Commanders, at Rams, 49ers on Thanksgiving, Cowboys on the road on oh, Thursday man. night. The, this is a I'm going to say stretch. one
0: and three. I'm just going to say one and three.
1: Yeah, I think they split with Cause the Rams. Because those are some tough defenses. Maybe. The Rams, I guess, could be. This that could be a spot for the Seahawks, depending on how the Rams' season is going at that point, point. Uh, and even the Commanders that the tougher defense def, definitely going to give them some trouble there. But yeah, one one and three is right, I think. Maybe I go two and two. What's the? T- well, it, yeah, we but should- I mean the Commanders'
0: defense, man. No, no, but Seattle's offensive line. I'll go two and two.
1: So back to back road spot and the fourth road game in five weeks for the Commanders in that spot. Uh, worth noting, uh, San Francisco would be looking ahead to Philly. Maybe is that mm-hmm. a thing? Oh yeah. Oh, is That's that is thing. that a, is that a thing? Then I I think I'm going to go two and two. Yeah, Thanks- I'm going two and two. Thanksgiving's a look ahead for for San Francisco. They have Philly on deck. That's a great look ahead. They're they've been look they're looking at that game right now. All right, so t- we're both at two and two. Yep. All right, final. Uh, at- Holy shit! That the graph. All right, so now at Niners. Yep. Eagles at home. Uh oh. That's also that that that's a tough stretch. Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. So Niners is a back-to-back road spot too. Eagles at home. At Titans, Steelers at Cardinals. Oh, End oh. of the season's not. I mean, I know we're a little higher than market on some of on Titans and Steelers, for example, but I don't know about ooh, they can can they get a where am I at? What am I at? I You're know. at we're both
0: at seven and five. I mean, I, How do you have them going three and two or better? I mean, the 49ers defense, the Eagles defense, at Tennessee in in December, I think is going to be a tough time. Tennessee
1: is like a warm weather state, Sean. I don't don't know if we. Oh, it's going to be cold, and uh, I don't know if we need crazy. There might be a little cold. Oh, come on, might be a little cold. Well, I mean, we're not talking about a, a game in Chicago. That's true. Uh, and I think if we uh, worth noting the steel no Steelers, that's a sandwich spot between Cincy and Baltimore.
0: Okay, so that's that's that is tough for the Steelers, but again, matchup wise, TJ Watt. Um, you know some of the I think they could really turn over. Billy Gino.
1: on on a back to back after Dallas with Giants on Christmas Day. Look ahead, so you know I can talk myself into the whole You know, give me three and two. Okay, ten and seven. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right.
0: I'll go I'll go two
1: and three. The chat seems to disagree. Maybe. I I yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, they think the, the chat's maybe more on an under. I, here's the angle. I think Bacon Bacon saying he's at seven and ten. I'm going nine and eight
0: sounds about right. Again, but If you talked me into like an alt under, well, that's the thing. Like, I think with Carroll, he's never, he's never lost, um, or he's never not won more than seven games.
1: If it goes bad, yeah, I mean the the genius of of trading with Denver and Denver sucking hard. Oh, that worked out. These high picks are working out for. uh, Ten, ten's probably. I kind of like your alt angle because I do think if if things do go bad. I mean, Geno Smith and Drew Locke, perhaps they're similar. So two guys would have to get hurt. Every year in Seattle, Pete Carroll's won seven games. Yeah, Every year. I'm fine. I'm fine with this prediction. I do think they're there sp- I mean, definitely sprinkle. I'm not the over wouldn't be a strong play, but the division would be a play. Still, really, I think. Even at this price. What do we got it at? Two to one?
0: I think uh, plus one ninety-five we're showing. <sighs> I'd still I mean, I like the long shot of the Rams. Uh, I'd still, I'd still sprinkle it. Do you like? What do you like better here? Make playoffs minus one twenty or over eight and a uh, half?
1: What's the juice? Let me see here. If the juice is, I mean, it, it, they're probably very similar. Uh, actually, the over juice is worse. So oh, yeah, wow. give me okay. make playoffs.
0: So make playoffs at minus one twenty. I'll co-sign that.
1: I could see them getting into the playoffs again, very similar to last year, unless Gino completely sucks if the end of last season was indicative of what Gino is going to be this year, then it could be bad. But if they're just a team that takes a lot of shots and they have three good See, receivers. I, I,
0: to Yeah. To, it's like I'm out on Gino, not completely because
1: of the system because of Pete Carroll Defense should get better though. We didn't really discuss that. Yeah. Like if the I mean, offense they had a bunch a step of back, young th- guys that played well. Yeah. If the offense takes a small step back, Pete Carroll, the, the defense is a better roster this year than it was last year. Plus we, we didn't even mention Um, why am I blanking on the safety that can't cover Jamal Adams? Jamal Adams. I mean, if he can give them anything, he was getting a shitload of sacks and pressure. So he does add an element to that defense, and I'm sure P. P Carroll will figure out how to use him.
0: Well, and also he's a guy that could help in the run game because he plays um up close in the box. (laughs) Oh, I
1: thought you meant as a running back. Just start handing him the ball. (laughs) Go go get a touchdown,
0: Jamal. Yeah, so I I uh prop that I like give me um Geno Smith under thirty nine hundred and a half a uh passing yards. Oh,
1: I wouldn't fuck that. Fuck that cuz I that if they're this aggressive team again. Like it just might be a little scary in the beginning of the season if he comes out and 300 oh, yards. I I'm,
0: I'm not scared. I mean, okay. again, I think he's closer to the guy we saw in the second half of the season
1: and I think But it do, isn't it just more turnovers more than yardage? Or you're saying he'll get pulled? I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think a combination. I mean,
0: everything went right for Gino Smith last year. Even like that was the best case scenario. And he got to 4,200. All I need is to have him have a couple more bad games.
1: Okay. I guess I don't. I mean, yeah, it's a good. It's probably a good underplay. I mean, Gino got
0: MVP votes last year. My prediction will not be getting MVP votes this year.
1: They, this, you're saying now that he's written back, <laughs> they're they're not going to give me again. Special treatment. My
0: over isn't a belief in Geno Smith. My over is a belief in the roster and Pete Carroll's a head coach and their scheduling spot and the fact they're a tough place to play at home.
1: Do we like Devin Witherspoon, Rookie of the Year, ten to one? Got Woolen on the other side. Ooh. That could create a little bit more opportunity for him. Maybe they're giving up a lot of points. They're in some shootouts. He's fourth favorite, so it's nothing crazy, and we we generally talk about sacks are better here, so maybe maybe it's not worth getting involved there.
0: Yeah, I uh, ten to one. I mean, I like him as a pick. It's just you. I mean, if Tariq Woolen didn't get it, what is uh, you know, what does this guy? Ha- I guess because he was competing against Sauce. But
1: all right, I'm gonna enter. I'm gonna enter the most interception market again. Ooh, you know, Smith is 25 to one. This price is wrong. You nailed the handicap. Yeah. All right. Uh, He 14 interceptions were dropped last year. Only quarterback with 300 attempts to have that occur. And then you include the turnover worthiness of some of his plays. The fact that I think this team will continue to take their shots. They, they trust these two young tackles and they have three very good receivers. So, that recipe seems perfect for Gino to have th- the reason I would be scared of the yardage is I think he's gonna have these games where it's like three hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't so, I'm but, I'm out on the passing but, yards. But I, I'm co signing twi- the yeah, most interceptions as- at twenty five to one. Because you, you you nailed the handicap. Um D-
1: Dak is ten to one for reference.
0: <laughs> well, and and again, <laughs> you can throw a bunch, throw you know, lead the league in interceptions and go over your win total and win nine you know double digit games. So uh, I think that's a and obviously too, if they're a disaster, you can hit that number. So I think yeah. there's a lot of ways you can get to Geno Smith. Most ints. The fact that it's at, that that one's twenty five to one it was a little surprising. Yeah, I don't know which I don't know which quarterback I would like better, honestly. And I know I'm I'm kind of mentioning maybe they pull him for Drew Lock, but I, I think Pete Carroll's going to give him a long leash. I'm I'm just they gave him some money, I guess.
1: Not really, kind of.
0: Uh, Producer Josh is DK Metcalf over 950 and a half receiving yards. He's pointing out that uh, keeps
1: a good fitness program.
0: He's hit it three straight years. Obviously hasn't missed a game. You love that consistency.
1: Yeah, I that. do. I do wonder. Does like, just does, what, what happens with them running more three wide stuff? Because they're I mean, we didn't really talk about this either. But that that potentially could a- end up aiding in Geno Smith's. Mm. Like, they just didn't have the third guy last year, and so maybe maybe the way that they want to th- spread it out, I believe, I believe they run that McVeigh McVeighian offense where the, ideally they're lined up in that thirteen personnel. So. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I I certainly wouldn't like. I said I don't, I don't know if I want to fade this passing attack because I think the team could be bad. Like versions of this team are bad with the passing attack still hitting. Who so who do you like most in fantasy? DK Lockett, DK in the second third, Lockett in the we'll say sixth, and JSN in the seventh. <sighs>
0: I, I uh, I'll
1: lock go, it for me. I'll
0: go DK. I mean, oh, he's just a dog I, and
1: maybe I don't have enough
0: uh, DK Metcalf. I, I worry about Addison. Cause again, he's coming in as a third receiver. A, oh, sorry. Yeah. JSN. I'm worried. Cause you're coming in as a third receiver with two other uh, dogs that are going to command a decent amount. And I, I know they pass more than most people thought last year, but still they used a the first round pick on a running back. They have Kenneth Walker. They're typing up DJ Dallas. I do think I wouldn't be surprised if they pass a little bit less.
1: And maybe that's maybe that's something we'll, we'll that see. The running backs are banged up right now. Yeah, so, that's yeah. The, that's that's one of the harder things do to you, report. Do you like like so Josh throws out the yards for Metcalf? Would you prefer the yards or the touchdowns? On Metcalf, yeah, seven and a half touchdowns.
0: Well, again, I, I'm kind of fading their passing yards, so maybe I would lean touchdowns there.
1: Okay, how if you had to guess, how many did he have last year? Six. Yeah, 12, 10 the two years before that. So, so he's probably due regression. For some, yeah, I you know put me down for over seven and a half touchdowns. I'll take.
0: Okay, you. I mean DK Metcalf,
1: that feels like a bet on man. <laughs>
0: Uh, and and uh, Josh is right in that he's he's being convinced now that the uh, touchdowns may be the better bet. Oh for wow! DJ okay. Macaf.
1: So live update.
0: Live update in the sheet. Uh yeah. So all right, I like Seattle over eight and a half wins. I like uh, make playoffs at minus one twenty. Geno Smith under thirty nine hundred and a half passing yards. Love the most interceptions at twenty five to one. Great call there, Kramer. And Kramer also on all that same stuff and dK Metcalf over seven and a half
1: interceptions I had one more uh, th- th- to me the Seahawks are a team where if they make the playoffs which I feel like that could happen are they not a team that we could pe- like guaranteed first round loss right D- do we lean and do we take first round loss versus make playoffs
0: First round. What is the price on first round loss? I,
1: I, I just lost it. Hold on. I'll pull it up. Talk about something. <laughs> get get in there, Sean.
0: Well, I, I, I do think, again, I like their chances to make the playoffs. But again, are they going to be coming in like them with the home game? Uh, if they come in, uh, you know, winning the division and they have a home game, I wouldn't like them necessarily to lose that first game. Um, you know, again, I think we're not as high on the 49ers because they don't have a quarterback. Uh, the market is all in on them being the one that's Roster the commanded. Roster's
1: So good. Roster's So good. What roster San Francisco, the roster's so good. The quarterback doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that that Brock Purdy knee arm is super I, sore. I mean, it's fine, but Trey Lance looks great. By the way, you want to trade for him? Like throwing it's, lasers. It's so, it's so obvious. Yeah. Trey Lance looks amazing. Oh, what do you third round pick? Okay. Well, we could be talked into that. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) What I I mean, I just don't the Trey Lance thing. I can't wait to talk to Katie about it. Cause she's, God bless her, is not one of the Trey Lance stands that are just
1: blindly supporting Trey Lance in this. Yeah, it's one of the good things about her.
0: Yeah. I mean, 49ers, I'm sure she's high on them. She's gonna talk herself into the fact that Brock Purdy is ahead of schedule. Uh, the pretty thing he was the last pick in the NFL draft for a reason. Oh. I know we were Brock hard for him, but where do you go to school, Sean? Oh, oh don't tease your uh, most likely DJ because he's an Iowa State product Right? and we know everyone loves betting on it I mean it appears like that's the only thing to do in Iowa is just bet on the team you're playing on uh, all the time. It's so great. All right, uh, Kramer. Shall we? L- everyone's favorite time it is the MLD, aka let's the go. guy most likely to bet on the NFL and thereby get suspended by the league. Kramer, you have the honors.
1: All right, so let's stay on the topic of our Seahawk God. The, I, honestly, if, if 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 they wanted to nickname DK Metcalf the Kraken, mm. I could, I would co-sign that.
0: That's that's a cracking sound effect.
1: That we can I thought it was Shakira, but that that <laughs> works as well. Listen, this is a man that publicly you ever you ever have that buddy that you, you, you know, he he makes his Venmo transactions public. Yeah. And you're like, Why the fuck are you doing? Like you're you're Yeah, p- if you're Venmo
0: and your wife, we don't need to know about that.
1: Like if you're sending a girl named Ashley fifteen hundred dollars with an eggplant emoji oh, and a water yeah. squirt mm. That's not smart. Yeah, he's That's one of smart. those guys who will get penetration. So neither you is. You can set
0: uh, this is uh, this is to everyone on my Venmo transaction feed. Which sometimes you know you you talk about you're bored, you're scrolling, scrolling the Venmo feed is just a it's a wild ride. It's like oh okay. Girl, I went to high school for some reason is on this feed paying this other guy I knew from high school that's not her husband. Well, it's very weird. People, you can set your, we need to let athletes know, you can set your Venmo transactions to private.
1: Everything private. Use Signal as a messaging platform. I got lots of advice for these guys. Happy to speak at the rookie symposium. Oh, yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf is a man who publicly wears a pacifier as a mouth guard, and it's tough to make fun of him. Because he's into stuff. Mm. He he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna run the 100 meter dash because why the fuck not?" And oh, by the way, uh, I'm gonna try to get a foursome on the internet publicly <laughs> where people can see and it let it leak out into a space where now people know you're into trying out new stuff. Yeah, so we combined all those little bits. I 100% think that DK Metcalf is the type of guy that would let someone else use his phone, download an app load money on it and start wagering on football games. This is an absolute low bar. You you've done too many boneheaded things in the public. I think yeah. you're actually a dumb guy. And again, the go, going for the threesome okay. Is it threesome or foursome? But a foursome suggests that there's going to be <laughs> Maybe a wild a, card in that there. That sounds like too much work. It's a honestly. joker. <laughs> like three makes sense. What's the fourth person doing?
0: So like a tag team event. I don't know what's going on. They hold here. the pacifier, <laughs> Put, putting in your bets. What's going on? Changing your diaper. DK, who knows?
1: Who knows how deep he goes into the if, baby? If thing. DK Metcalf had a valet that wore a top hat and held his pacifier, would you be surprised? No. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like something P Diddy would so, do back in the day. I I think this could be one of those things like you, you assume DK Metcalf's going to get busted for taking a supplement where he goes. I didn't know. I just bought it from uh from, from the store. It's over the counter. I didn't know what I put in my body. Instead. It's going to be, a, I didn't know who was using my phone to <laughs> place that wager. I lost it in an Uber. That's my prediction, Ryan. I went deep.
0: Yes. Not I appreciate. Really. I appreciate really. how, how deep you going.
1: I'm- I did forget about the foursome story though. that was it, made great me, story. it made me laugh. remember that was the reason that him and Russ didn't get along. <laughs> <laughs> He was too freaky for us. <laughs>
0: My MLD is no other than the man who didn't write back Mr. Gino Smith, a man who literally bet on himself. I know what you're thinking. Oh, Sean, that's you're not going. That's kind of a service level level take Gino Smith. Or is it, if you recall, Geno Smith was a man who had his jaw wired shut because Mm -hmm. he was knocked out in a jets practice Mm -hmm. for a, and got his jaw broken by a teammate. Now I dug a little deeper. This is from August 11th, 2015 from boomer Siason quote bottom line. If you owe somebody money, pay your debt. Don't be surprised if you get punched in the face, if you don't. So Gino Smith owed a gambling debt to one of his teammates, refused to pay and got his jaw broken. If that isn't a DJ, I don't know what is. Hey, Matt, you give this kid a nap. He's going to be in over his head in no time. And it was great because boomer size, someone wrote back to boomer size and boomer. Do we actually know it was a gambling debt? Is there any reporting that suggests this? And he goes, that's why you got boomer. <laughs> So Boomer is is the source for the story on Geno Smith getting knocked out, having his jaw broken for a gambling debt. That is an MLD, Ryan.
1: You reminded me of the story of Nate Nate Robinson, like butt ass naked, jumping on some tall, like seven foot center's back because he owed him money. <laughs> similar situation, <laughs> I, maybe don't mess with Nate's money. Don't mess with Nate's money. Just don't mess with, you don't mess with the finances, right? No, you take that out of the locker,
0: room. pay your debts. Hey, thank you as always for tuning in sports dot slash Patreon. Uh real quick recap of the bets. I got them going nine and eight Kramer, 10 and seven. Uh, over, we're both on over eight and a half wins. Make playoffs at minus one twenty. Both like Geno Smith. Most interceptions, twenty five to one. I like the under on his passing yards. Kramer likes the DK Metcalf over seven and a half touchdowns. DK Metcalf is Kramer's MLD, aka most likely DGen. Geno Smith
1: is my MLD, most likely DJ He's gonna write you back now.
0: He's gonna write me a letter. Uh, s- uh, fire off an email.
1: Yeah, we I. I feel like DK. We need to get a good graphic for D, DK because if we if we were to tag him, he might actually reply. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll see it as an honor, yeah. the honor that it
0: is. Hey, we're going to be back tonight, eight thirty Pacific, with a true MLD Scott Bowser breaking down the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean. Second Money Green. He's
1: Ryan. Two days continue.
0: Kramer. Let it right.